Front Porch Radio presents Circle Unbroken with Taft Ayers. I was standing by my window on one cold and cloudy day when I saw that hers come rolling for to carry my mother away. Well, the circle, Good day and welcome in to Circle Unbroken. As previously stated, I'm your host, Taft Ayers, and I'm joined in by my man, Coach Mike. Welcome back, sir. Good afternoon. How you feeling today? I'm fantastic. Tell me about your weekend, because we were texting <laughs> last night, and I said, I said, how'd your weekend go? And you said, good weekend. My teams didn't win. Oh, my team crashed weekend. and burned. What happened, Coach? <laughs> did, you, did you put any money down on the spread? No, 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 no. I know better than that. Uh, yeah, my, my, my luck in betting is absolutely horrendous, so right. I know better. But I, I'll do little, you know, what do you call it, straw bets or funny bets or something like that. Uh, the only team that actually won – was Tennessee just because they were playing a high school, a glorified high school team. But, you know, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, that was, it was, it was a rough weekend as far as my teams. Other than that, hey, I got to sit and watch football all weekend. Right. So. Shoot, yeah. And your wife lets you. Huh? Well, she, she, lets you. she was away at a, at a meeting okay. until Sunday afternoon. So <laughs> I sent her away to a meeting. <laughs> I didn't send her, but I took advantage of it. It was, it was good for spiritual development. I, actually, right? I, I didn't send her, but I took advantage of it. So, man, now I told you that we had a dance that, that they did for homecoming. Okay. Yeah. And my wife let me know. She said, all right, you have a job at this dance. And so I asked her, I said, okay, what's, what's my job? Like chaperone, do you need me to make sure kids aren't sneaking off and vaping or, you know, jumping in the cars? And she said, you're valet parking. And so I went, this will be fine. Valet? Okay, valet. Well, here's what they wanted to do. It was at the 4-H center. And so they wanted it to be where the kids pull up with their dates and we valet so that they don't keep running to their cars. Ah. The whole reason was to keep them from doing that. Very nice. Well, cool, awesome. You're going to love this, though. The first kid pulls up, and I'm, I'm sitting there with a couple of dudes that I know really well, other dads, and this kid pulls up. He's the first kid to show up, and he shows up solo. It's okay, that's, that's your world. A lot of kids do that. He shows up solo, and he gets out of the car, and the DJ's blaring, and he gets out, and it's almost like – it was his theme music when he showed up. And he gets out. He puts his feet down. As he gets down, he gets out of this car, and I noticed the car's a Tesla. Okay? Oh boy. High school kid. Getting out of the car with a Tesla. And I said, hey, man, I got you. We'll, we'll go park your car, bring it back. And he looks at me, and here's what he says. You know how to do it? And I said, yeah, man. I, I know how to drive a car. We, we got you. No problem. Hands me his – shows you how cultured I am. Hands me his – credit card, which was the key. Oh, wow. And I kind of look and think, where am I going to slide this? And, and so I get in the car, and it's time for me to pull off, and luckily he's gone off to the music. And I'm sitting there fiddling, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I have no idea oh, how boy. to make this car move. I don't know what to plug, push, go. I don't, I don't know how to do it. I don't know where I'm going to go. And I call one of my guys over who's another dad, and I said, hey, come here, come here. And he comes over, and I said, I, I don't know how to move this thing. And he goes, we are not 
calling that kid back over here. <laughs> like we are, we are going to figure it out. So by yeah. the end of the night, I knew how to drive a Tesla, mm. and I was mm. thankful for the kids whose parents were frugal because the kid that whipped up with like the Honda Pilot, like here you go, sir. I'm like, yes, I yeah, will park man. your car yeah. with no issue. That's right. So That's it right. was, it was fun, man. I, I want to go ahead wow. and welcome in wow. a special guest today, special who's bringing some energy, <laughs> right? I but, think you walked in the door earlier and you said, hey! "Yeah, yeah. That, that's how you come in, man." So here's what I'm going to do. I don't, I don't want to underwhelm, right? So I want to go ahead and just—I'll give the drum roll, please. Yeah, yeah. But announce yourself. Let everybody know. Ladies who's and today. gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Carl Wayne Makers. Let's get it. I need to know, Carl Wayne. Is that how you wake up in the morning? <laughs> so that's how I want to wake up in the morning, right? Um. Yeah, let's say yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I wonder, yeah, man. Yeah. I wonder if you rolled out of bed, feet on the floor, and, and you go in to get breakfast like that. Hey, right? here's what here's what a uh, a nice dear man told me one time, Taft. He said, Carl Wayne, when you get out of the bed, do you say, Amen? Or do you say, Oh man. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's strong. That is and, strong. Uh, and it hit me like a ton of bricks. I'm like, man, that is that is attitude of gratitude right there. So every time you wake up in the morning, it's like, Hey man, Lord, thank you for another day. I don't know where you're taking me, but let's let's take the party with us wherever we right. go. Life is good. Right. I like that. <laughs> it, it's this mentality of God, wake me up tomorrow if you have something for me to do. That's right. And That's so, right. therefore, right. when you do get up, yeah, it's my wife always says this to me, Carl Wayne. She'll look over and it's time to wake up, and the kids are starting to rustle, and she'll look over at me in the mornings and she'll go, "We made it." All right. She always tells me we made another it. day. And I joke yeah. and say, shouldn't you say that to me at night? Yeah. And she says, no, no, no. The next morning we yeah. know that it's, yeah. it's go time. Yeah. So we made it here today. We made it here today. We praise are the Lord. in studio and we I'm are. excited. You're excited. I'm excited to be here. I love being around here with you guys, man. This is, this is good community, local radio, the lifeblood of all the little communities and, and, uh, I just, I just love being right in the middle of it. Yeah, man. I like being the ringleader of the circus. Well, actually, you're the ringleader. I'm, I'm, oh, shoot. I'm one, of the, I'm one of the clowns today, but hey, I'm glad to be we, here. We just got a seat. <laughs> we're happy. And I want to tease our audience a okay. little bit. Yeah. Because in our three segments of the show, we're really going to go heavy at the end of the show okay. on actually what we're going to be doing, okay, God willing, good. in November. Yeah. But you do have a show that's coming up here. Yes, sir. Uh, and in that's Columbia. Going to be yeah. Down at Puckett's. At the Puckett's, right on top of it's it. It's a great venue mm-hmm. upstairs. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I and, go in there and just dream. Well, let me let me tell you something. When I went in there to look at it, because I wanted to do a show, <clears throat> I wanted to do a local show in town. Now, I live in Spring Hill. Right. There's not really any venue places there. We really don't have a mark. We don't have a square like you guys have here. And then, uh, <clears throat> and then you know, so I went and, and uh, I know the Puckett's people pretty well. Been doing business with them for years. And uh, the guy that runs production for me, Ricky, books all the entertainment in every puckets around now, out of state okay. even. And I was like, Ricky, I'm looking for a, a venue that will hold uh, a few hundred people. I want to put on a community show. I want to get the community together. And I want to try to make this an annual thing. He said, I got the room for you. So he invited me down to uh, Cadillac and, or Guitar and Cadillac yeah. Hall, which sits up above it. And I walked in there like you, Taft, and I'm like, I didn't have to – I didn't have to. It was like everything was there, and I'm like, "Yeah, this is the place right here." So it's special. We're gonna blow the roof off of that place. <laughs> I think. I think it's coming. Cool. Columbia is never gonna be the same. Yeah, we hope it's still standing afterwards. But we're gonna. What we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about that. Like I said, yeah. heavy at the end. Yeah. But I want to spend some time. I know that you're no stranger here, but you never know in our podcast world, or also with the Circle and Broken show, what new listeners we have. Oh yeah, man. And so I want to go down the road with yeah. you, man. Yeah. I want to talk about you oh, let's I do talk it. about music the man behind the music 
the man by but the myth. But tell them this. You got new music out now? Oh, yeah, man. This is uh, – I've got one we just dropped uh, a couple of weeks ago called Let It Go. Okay. And, uh, and then we've got a few singles that we've been working uh, in the past since, – since the beginning of the year is when I started getting head, head first. And uh, we'll dive into that. I think we're going to get there with yeah. – uh, with, with, uh, I think it's where you're going to take me. But, uh, yeah, music is out there, and, and people always ask, where can you get it? And you can get it anywhere. Just look up Carl Wayne Meekins, and we're going to pop up on every social media platform, every listening platform. We've made sure that we're all covered there. And, uh, man, it's never been a better time to be an independent music artist. Right. I mean, right now we can get our music out there. When I came to town 20-some years ago in Nashville, uh, in a deal, chasing a deal, the only way we could get any music out there was uh, still – we were in the transition of having to go to the store and buy CDs transitioning into the the uh the streaming platform right and everybody was like oh i'm not gonna i'm not gonna pay for streaming i'm not gonna do this and it was w- really weird and now now look at us i mean you can't even buy a car now with a cd player in it, right right yeah. right so that's where we are but so so uh you know when i when i first got into into town here the only way i was getting into a walmart or a target was uh to have some kind of a distribution deal with a major label arm to get in there and it's very difficult, you know. So now we're in a we're in a situation where artists like me can uh, can can make the music, produce it, get it out there, get it uploaded to the services. But what I have discovered is there's a, there's there's millions of me out there now because it's so it's so easy accessible to get out there to the airwaves. So then, what's the difference of what I'm doing and, and what everybody else is doing? And I've I've always believed Taft that it's been a marketing game. You know, you have to get your brand sure out there, right? And that's what we're doing. We're just we're just hitting. Man, I I, I love uh, I love being so close to home because this is home to me. But man, God has taken me all over um, Tennessee, Mississippi, Arkansas. We just got out of Branson. I was in Branson uh, over the weekend playing. Never played there before. God took me there, and it was incredible. But these little towns, man, that I just I, I feel like we're losing community mm, because of. Because of uh, social media, like I can talk to you all day long about Chile right. on, on 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 the social networks, but to actually get in front of a human being and interact, and then there is nothing more powerful than the vehicle of music. Good Lord! Right. Once you feel that kick drum and that bass guitar, steel, whatever it is, man. I mean, it just makes it makes you come alive. And and uh, man, I just want to I want to create a night of community. Right. You know. So that's uh. You know. Yeah. So. That's a, how did we get to that part? How did we get to that after you asked me, hey, how about your new music? <laughs> that's right. That's right. Anyway, man, I just love music. When did you – tell me this. When did you start playing? I started – I got the bug at my recollection of memory, which would be five years old. Okay. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trip you and Mike up with this. I have a twin brother. Okay? There's two of us out there rolling. We're from the east coast of Virginia, Chesapeake, Virginia area. Okay. Yeah. Virginia Beach, Norfolk grew up there. Uh, he's a fine, fine musician. Uh, he decided to stay in town there and still there, and then I decided to take the leap and, and move here. But when we were kids, man, uh, I know I know Mike would remember. I, th- I think you would remember. Do you remember Happy Days, the show? Oh, I love Happy yeah, Days. Yeah, yeah. you kind of yeah. look like Richie a little yeah. bit grown up. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That is great. Anyway, I fell in love with with the Fonz. Hey, yeah. you know, yeah. so we had our we had our five year old uh, birthday, our five year birthday, and and uh, I remember every picture that we go back and look at. My brother and I, I got the thumbs up, like right. riding a motorcycle, got the leather jackets on and everything. But it's entertainment, man. You know, Fonzie was a character. Sure. At that time, I thought he was real life at five years old, right? Okay, so I, I, I remember looking back now going, okay, that something in my life at that age happened to me. Don't really know what it was. I just knew I was drawn to entertainment and, and evoking emotions in people. I was always trying to steal the show whenever we'd have like a family thing going on. I'm trying to tell a corny five, six-year-old joke or whatever like that. I just wanted eyes on me. 
and, uh, and, and, and trying to steal the show. And I never understood that. And I, and <clears throat> I kind of do now, but as I progressed in age, uh, Elvis Presley, Okay, we all know who Elvis is. Thank you very much. <laughs> I love this microphone, Mike. You got this yeah. thing down. Thank you very much. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you very much. Gosh, it sounds it's okay, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, uh, Elvis died in 77. Okay, I'm going to show my age. I was born in 71, so I would have been five or six years old when Elvis passed away. Young buck. Young buck. But, man, I, but the thing with it is it drives me crazy is that there was so much – there was so much uh, chaos going around his death that everybody, all the girls were crying and just news everywhere. And guys, I got to be honest with you, Mike. I got to tell you, man, I never, I never knew any of that, and I don't know why. I'm like, here I am in the middle of this thing going on, and I do not remember the day that Elvis died. But here's what I do remember: shortly after he passed away, they, CBS or one of the major networks must have aired Elvis the Aloha from Hawaii concert that was the big thing where they went in and, and uh, the colonel said hey i'm not going to take you out of the country i'm going to bring the world to you via satellite it was the biggest thing in hawaii that was or the biggest thing at that time in entertainment and it was a mass uh, thing that was done in 72 okay so at this point i'm it's in 77 or sometime shortly after that this uh this program they they re-aired and i think they re-aired it in memory of elvis's death and uh, I remember, uh, I always say, sitting on my belly. I remember laying on my belly, my brother and I, watching the big console TV. And evidently, my mom and dad wanted to watch this show because it was a big deal. I mean, it was TV. It was they had the TV trays out, you know. And uh, and then you know Elvis comes in via helicopter. I don't know much about Elvis Presley at this time, other than gospel records at my grandmother's house that were out. And uh, he comes out in the American Eagle uh, jumpsuit. Band is roaring. And I, I just, the hair stood up on my arms. <laughs> I was so young. And, and Taft, I was a young kid, man. I was like, I was like, what is going on with me right now? You know? And it was just moving me. Everything about this, this, this guy, Elvis, was just really, really moving me. From the way he looked and the, and the showmanship and his voice. And I'm like, man, I, you know, at that age, I think it's like the Fonzie. It's normal life. But now that I'm an older man and I'm looking back now, I'm like, that, I don't think that's normal in life. Is that the Holy Spirit working in me or something? You know, mm-hmm. just telling me, hey, son, I'm tapping you. Or, oh, I don't know, you know? Now that you look back, you don't think those things when you're right. seven. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> this is awesome at seven, you know? <laughs> so anyway, man, I just, uh, I just got, I got hooked. I don't, I don't, I still tap to this day, cannot explain it other than I know something divine happened to me that day. So when that happened, uh, I didn't tell you this. I have to backtrack a little bit. My father, uh, my brother and I, when we were probably like six or seven years old, we stumbled up as most curious kids do in the attic. Okay? So we roll up into this magic attic, and we're stumbling around. And, man, Mike, there's all kind, There's so much stuff in this magic attic, man. I mean, stuff that— <clears throat> Those were always fun places to play. They, they, they were. And, uh, and we ended up seeing up there a broken-down, not-set-up set of hot pink sparkling Slingerland drums <laughs> what boy doesn't like to see a you know a, right, a set of drums right. we're like animal on the muppets man we just want to wear these things out right <laughs> so we're like man this is this is crazy we knew nothing about these drums we had no idea that my dad was ever in a band they didn't they didn't really tell us anything about that and uh so anyway he gets home from work and we're just drilling them and talk him into taking these drums out of the uh, attic and he sets them up and then and then he starts playing and taft the guy can play the drums right I was blown away. I'm like, this makes sense. This isn't like being crash home guy. You know, this is like, these are secrets. This in the guy yeah. can yeah. play the drums. What else aren't you telling us? You know? Right. So, uh, you know, and then, and then 
next to the drums were, were cases of saxophone. Had a clarinet in there. I'm like, what is all this? You know, what is all of this stuff? <laughs> you know, this mystery, the magic attic, Mike. So uh, anyway, uh, so we find out that my dad was in a band, and that's how my mom and dad met. He played in a, a rock and roll band back in Norfolk, Virginia with my uncle, which is my mother's brother. That's how my mom and dad met. Okay. Through the band kind of thing. And uh, found out he was a singer and a drummer, and they were actually had some pretty, pretty good regional success. I don't know if they ever, I don't think they cut records and had, you know, anything on radio or anything. But anyway, that tells me, kind of putting the piece of the puzzles, pieces of the puzzle together, that tells me, okay, somewhere in the genes, there's music, right? Right, right. Okay. Dad kept it away from us, but we discovered it in the magic attic, right? So my brother got the bug and I got the bug and then, uh, and then the Elvis thing came along and all that. And so, you know, we lived in a pretty good, uh, pretty good uh, neighborhood with a lot of kids in it. And while most of the kids were out playing, you know, tag football, some uh, some friends of mine, we would get in between the cars where nobody could see us, and we we just start throwing out melody and songs. That's a weird thing, man. Nobody does that at eight years old, sure. you know, you know, sure. kind of thing. And so again, that's that's the that's the fingerprint. I I, would, I feel like Lord's, yeah, I got you here. I got right. you there. I was here. Right. I was there. Kind of thing. First concert I ever saw. This is where the plot thickens. Yeah, I can't wait to hear who it was, man. It's gonna, this is going to trip you guys up. It's probably going to shock you. <laughs> okay, so Big Mike, do you remember? You remember the days of throwing papers on the on the on the front porch? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that doesn't happen Did it anymore. A few times that was a motor route, right? So I had I had uh, I had two paper routes. My dad ended up leaving the family jerk, so I had to get out there and actually uh, I had to get out there and make some money so I could buy my Nikes, Mike. So <laughs> yeah. So so uh, anyway, long story short. Yep. Long story short, uh, uh, I was a paper boy, and we had a we had a paper route, and we were doing subscriptions. And the award was reward was whoever had the most uh, subscriptions can go see the nineteen eighty four tour Van Halen. Yeah, in concert at the Hampton Coliseum. First concert I ever saw Hampton Coliseum. David Lee Roth walks out with Van Halen, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me? You are done." <laughs> Sink my ship now, dude. Yes, right, right. <laughs> I've been trying to be David Lee Roth the rest of all my life. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so yeah. That was my first concert, man, and uh, it just all started coming together. Wow. Now we'll get into country after the next one. That'll be good. Yeah. I got there. So. This is cool. I like it when anytime it's an athlete, an artist, a preacher, a doctor. Any, I always like to go back mm-hmm. and look at the origin of okay, yeah. young so and so. Yeah, they fell in love when they found yeah. this or that. Yeah. And what we're going to get into in the next part here is we'll talk about your journey, you know, into a whole different world. Absolutely whole and, different world. And look at, there's a lot of people that are listening right now with the show format of Circle and Broken. We talk about faith and business yeah. and community. Sure. They think they're going one way. Yeah. They, they think they're heading in one direction. And yeah. So to hear somebody with passion whose life has gone multiple directions <laughs> yes, and said, you know what here i am yeah and to have that enthusiasm i love it i'm i'm picture i was picturing you in the attic finding these things um kind of like seeing them like on a tv show oh yeah they, they almost glow oh yeah you know, oh you, you better believe it and then watching in my mind you go into that show yeah right yeah and, and it starts and you're like Okay, is this heaven? Like, like oh, immediately, man. Uh, that, Taft, man. you just—I mean, hearing that bass when that yeah. kick drum just in a coliseum. Now, this isn't an amphitheater. This is the old coliseum days where you could people were smoking all around you. You, just, you know, right. just all kinds of crazy stuff going on. And I'm a 12 year old kid. Right. Oh yeah. Just, I'm, I'm like, I've never seen this before, <laughs> but I love it. He's like, he's like, I'm hooked and I'm ready. We're gonna head into the break here. We've got a special guest today, my man Carl Wayne, because Woo! I'm glad that you're here and I'm excited about what's coming up in. Columbia. 
Columbia. Stay tuned. Yes. And we'll be back here on Circle Unbroken. Yes, sir. Jumbo Bucks Instant Game. With a top prize of $75,000, it's a terrifyingly great way to celebrate Halloween. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Just remember to play responsibly. 9-10. Time to play again. I'm on Dead Men's Bend at midnight when my gaslight pops on. I see a gas station ahead. Just my luck. Or is it? I walk in. The attendant lifts a bony finger towards me and croaks, You want a Halloween Jumbo Bucks? I whisper it terrified. No. And as I leave, he asks the lady behind me. She says, okay. And then she wants $75,000. Scare up some cash with the Halloween Jumbo Bucks Instant Game. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing hair-raising fun. Please play responsibly. This is Coach Trader's Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They're timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. 
This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled. But then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. It is a great day. You're listening to this episode of Circle Unbroken, and you're thinking, you know what? Am I about to get off work? You know what? Am I about to go into work? What's my purpose? What am I fixing to do? And you may be finding yourself in the middle of a situation saying, I'm about to quit this job. I'm about to start this job. And we want you to know that wherever you are today, we believe that you have a purpose, and we also believe in growing where you're planted. I'm your host today, Taft Ayers, joined in by my man, Open Mike. Welcome back, sir. Glad to be here. We're, right. we're handling it. We're rocking and rolling. <laughs> yeah. and, we, and I like your introduction so much better than mine. <laughs> so so I, I, I could underwhelm it again. Underwhelm But it. I'm going to do it this way. We've got my friend, Carl Wayne Meekins. Woo! But do, do your intro. I like Ladies your and gentlemen, please yeah. put your hands together. Together for <laughs> Carl Way Megas. Could you do that? Could you could you do that for me? Like Taft coming downstairs in the morning. Yes. Ready? Wouldn't that be great. Yeah. Wouldn't that be so great? Like 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 I, I you, we were talking about parenting earlier. Yes. And my wife and I we were doing life group last night, Taft, and we were we were all of our kids now are my daughter's eighteen at her senior year, and we were all came to the end of the conversation. Go, man, parenting is is tough, right? You know, seeing things on our side of it. At this age, and I know what I did when I was Carly's age, my daughter's age, I'm like, man, I, I think things are a little different now, you know, kind of sure. thing. But uh, <laughs> it would be so great if you come home from work and when you get that, you get that, you get, Dad's home! Right. Yeah! <laughs> be, like, be like, he's here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, most of the time for me, it's different. And da- now it's different. It's like, hey. Hey, yeah. hey, well, you've back. hit you've hit the teenage years, right? So, uh, yeah, you know, the yeah, teenage years there. are a whole lot different. They are. My the stuff. elementary years are a lot of fun because you get that greedy when you're yeah. like, "Daddy, Daddy, Daddy!" Oh and then, man! Uh, then then they had to be too cool for that. Yeah, you know? yeah, you know, yeah. Like, hey, hey, Dad, how you doing? Yeah. But it changes later, right? It comes back around. That's what you so. hear. I hope so. Yeah. It does. I think. Um, I hope so. You know. <laughs> Except the titles change, right? You know, it's, 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 yeah, it's not Daddy anymore. It's Papa. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I, I, with Mike, I was going to say, yeah, I think Tap. We got to get into the grandkids. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the cycle. <laughs> Those grandkids come back. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. I think yeah. that's why we. I, I think that's why they say Mike. Mike, do you have any grandbabies yet? Do you have any grandkids? I just got some about a month ago. 
Oh, man. I, so you I, got a few years adopted, to go until they... Uh, my, my, no, my or, daughter adopted. Okay. And she adopted a 10-year-old and an 18-month-old. Praise right? the Ale- Lord, 11 man. and almost two now. Oh, man, that's so, awesome. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, we just had the... In fact, I just got back uh, about... I guess it, I guess it's close to about four weeks ago. Oh, man. From the, the court, the final court yes. hearing. When yes, yes. Signed, yeah. sealed, and absolutely, they're all out. Yeah, yeah. fun fact for so, you, Mike. My daughter's adopted, and we did our we did our signing right here at the courthouse here in Columbia, and it was a wonderful, magical, yeah, they're, uh, awesome they're, time, man. Yeah, yeah. And my yeah. my daughter and her husband and, and family now are in Arkansas. Arkansas. Uh, yeah, that's why you live, were in. Yeah, Mount Arkansas. Yeah, they, okay. They uh, they live in Conway, Arkansas. Ooh, and, and she's a nurse with the VA hospital in Little Rock. How about that and stuff? So she's uh, she's gone from you know you know all of a sudden her family just. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm hearing a proud, I'm a proud dad here. You are, oh, yeah. man. That's yeah. awesome. Yes. Hero status. Isn't, yes. that, isn't that awesome? Yeah, I think that's why they say that that, that uh, grandkids, uh, grandparents, you know, grandkids are the gift to grand uh, to us for not killing our own kids is what they always say. Or oh, yeah. like that. But I think to, to me and Taft's point, Mike, it goes back to we we get we get that granddaddy. Yeah. You, know, I mean, you know, and my granddad. God bless that man. He died when I was nine years old. But I got to tell you this. I promise you this, guys. I think about that man several times a week now. Mm. And, I, and I don't know what it is other than right. he just showed well, me love I, and kindness and took us, took us fish and did everything that we uh, stereotypical, what you think a granddad would do. He did. He gave us time. And, and uh, golly day. Yeah, I understand my mom a lot more now. Do you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some yeah. of the antics that she had. Well, you know, you know, so we could talk about that forever too. Uh, well, we won't talk about that. I mean, that's another. That's yeah, another. That's a whole, show. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's man, a whole right. other episode. We'll do that when we're not. We're going to have the Tapped right? and Carl Wayne therapy session here on Front Porch Radio. Be like, be like, we're, be like, we're not making it, and Coach Mike will be like, "Babies, listen, mm-hmm. <laughs> little fellas, you're going to be just yeah, fine." Yeah, yeah. Let's go yeah. back to what we're talking about. We were on your musical journey. Yes, we were, and we talked about you finding this wonderful set. Okay. Oh yeah. Drum set, yeah, yeah, and man. Going to Van Halen's show. Oh my goodness, nineteen eighty four. Put the pedal to the metal Woo! and take me to okay. You in the world of country music. Okay, so uh, pedal to the metal. Van Halen was in nineteen eighty four, and they were supporting the nineteen eighty four record. And if you guys remember rock and roll back in those days, that's jump. That's hot for teacher. My wife's a school teacher now in Williamson County, so you, you guys know I'm like. <laughs> she leaves for work in the morning. That's my thing. I'm gonna hot for teacher. <laughs> She has her theme music as well. She does. She does. It's funny. <laughs> I hope she's listening to this. This is going to be great. The uh, uh, anyway. So so that led into uh, the typical junior high school, middle school, junior high school. We called it back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, high school bands, right? Getting in the garage and and just doing the band thing. And I tell you, I have a lot of uh, guys that are peers that I roll with now that are friends of ours that their kids are teenagers, and uh, and their their kids are in bands. You know, and the parents that I know are like, you know, he's hanging out with this guy and doing that and all that. I was like, look, I get where you're coming from, and I understand 100% how you're feeling, but let him be in that band. Because I'm telling you, there's so many things that happen in the dynamics. It's very difficult for a band to get along and gel and stay together. I, I commend the, the the Rolling Stones and the bands that have done it for 50, 60 years because it's like, I don't know how in the world you can get five, six egos together and 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 make this thing work, right? That's what I was going to ask you. Ego It's ego very, it very tough. I've had to deal with a lot of that in my, my music uh, journey. Uh, and me, and I'll be honest with you, absolutely transparent with you, t- uh, Taft, that I've been some of the problems sometimes, you know? Sure. And those are learning things now that I look back right. and go, man, that was just not a, that wasn't the way to, to do that. Anyway, um, you know, there's, it's, you know, Coach Mike is like a team, man, right? 
you have got to have everybody on the same deal and everybody's got to stay in their lane, right? Once you start veering out of that lane as a band member or a team on a, on a, a player on a team or whatever, like they're even coaching, things can start getting a little messed up. So anyway, I went through a lot of bands and we did, we did the easy rock and roll stuff. And, and, uh, man, that's where, that's where I, I now look at, you know, God having his foot, his fingerprint on me or his finger on me saying, this is where the Elvis came into my life. Elvis turned into Elton John. All these guys are showmen, entertainers, right? And that's where I wanted to be in this circle of music. I love entertaining people. It, I told you at the top of the show that ever since I was five years old, I'm the, I've been the Fonz, man. Right. I've been trying to steal right. the show, you know, telling jokes or whatever like that. So I, I feel like that's all been a part of my journey to where we are right now. In nineteen, in not nineteen ninety, in the '90s, we all know that country music exploded. Sure, Garth Brooks came onto the scene, the Alan Jacksons, Clint Blacks, you name it. And uh, I, at that time, I graduated high school '89, so probably about '91, '92. Best friend back home, we were living together, had a little place together. He brought me a cassette, and he said, "Now, folks, for cassettes, if y'all don't know what those are, there's young bucks out there. <laughs> um, go go Google that up. That's what, that'll trip you out." He brought me a cassette. And he said, man, I heard this guy on the radio today. He listened to country music. I didn't at the time. He said, I listened to this guy on the radio today. And I went out immediately and bought his cassette. It was Alan Jackson's Chattahoochee. And he said, you need to listen to this. I think this might be something that you might want to dive into. So I listened to it, and, and I'm like, man, this is, this is a different format of music that I know, but I'm not in it, you know, kind of thing. And then what I realized, Taft, is that in my songwriting, we haven't talked about that yet, but I, I, lo- I have, have become a, a songwriter in all of this, this time, too. I'm a storyteller type of a songwriter, right? Rock and roll and pop music are not storytelling songs. It's, it's get a hook, get it quick, and, and get to it kind of thing. But Alan Jackson is a phenomenal storyteller, right? Steve Warner? Yeah. Phenomenal storyteller. And Garth Brooks and all those guys, they can tell a story through their, their, their format of music. And... um. So I started exploring it, you know, and then next thing you know, I, I start, uh, it's, I start developing the things and thinking I could write a hit. But, you know, when I came to Music City, I realized, man, that, you know, we're just, we're just starting. That would be where Coach Mike comes in and goes, now settle down, son. You know, got a little bit of work to do. You know, <laughs> you know, you know. so uh, that was, that was pretty good. The, uh, but anyway, the, uh, so that led into uh, the platform of that. And then, and then I fell in love with country music. I fell in love with Garth Brooks because Garth was my modern day Elvis. Right, that dude's a showman, an, an amazing showman. So uh, I just, you know, as a, as a kind of a business guy, I'm like, okay, well, how can I turn this into a brand? How can I how can I mold this into something that that fits me? And I just put it all together. I put the I put the Elvis together. I put the country music together. The love for music, the writing together, and just kind of and and for the last uh, almost thirty years, I've been running that you know running on that train, and I love it. You know, so. That's great. What give me a give me start to finish when when you're writing a song? Oh gosh, okay. tap! Why'd you have to ask well, that? Because I've always That's heard people one. that talk it's, about it. Well, you know, here's the thing. For me, I write by myself. Okay. Now this is a town of co-writers sure. for sure. Nashville, sure. Nashville, and and I love it because the uh, this you know co-writing is great because let's say you and I are in a session and Mike's in Mike's in here with us and I bring you this idea. Taft, you might shoot me down on that idea and go, No, Carl, man, that 
I'm just not hearing that. But but Mike might bring something to the table that says, hey, this is something that I stumbled across on the weekend when I was visiting my daughter in Arkansas. We were at a Wendy's eating chili. And uh, I heard this guy say this in, this in the line while we were waiting. And we may run with it, right? And then Mike hears it going away, going one way. I hear it going another way. But Taft, you might, you might interject and say, no, man, I hear it this way. That's the power of collaboration because it takes you. I would have never gone there. Mike would have never gone there, but we're jumping on Taft's idea because he's got a he's got a right. hit he's got a hit idea, right? But for me, the way that my life works, uh, I get up in the morning and and try to sit down with my guitar and sing and write every day just to keep my chops going. I haven't found a songwriter that'll work with me yet at six o'clock in the morning, so I'm forced to <laughs> I'm forced to write on my right, own, right? Right, kind of thing. So for me, you know, a song can come can come very quick, like our newest one out now called "Let It Go." came really, really fast. And then I've got songs that are archived, man. I'm still working on, you know, from 10 years, just waiting for that right line to come through. Does one ever come back around? Oh, all the time. Yeah. So like Absolutely. It, it, it was done and it was good. Yeah. And then it resurfaces. A great, a for the listeners out there, I challenge y'all go, go listen to stoked. Yeah. That's out there now. It's on all the, all the uh, media, medium listen platforms. Go listen to Stokes. And it's that way. I wrote that song for my wife. We've been married. We're going on 27 years. I wrote it 20 years ago. We were coming up on our 20th anniversary. And I shelved it because at that time I wasn't really pushing music at all. But I knew I had something taft. Sure. I knew I had a, a song here. And uh, when I decided to get back into uh, to, to doing country music and doing what we're doing now, just right. getting, getting back out there again, I was, I was like, you know, this is going to be my first release. And I did it. I, I read the other day about a politician who had – he had something. Mm-hmm. And he had something that he could – talk about and kind of unfold it was in the business sector but it was something that he could put his hands on and he waited and he waited to do it until it was time for a re-election sure so that you know it came yeah. at the right time now that's a little bit more you know no no, methodical no I, get and calculated. No, I get it but i think it's really cool to see the art side of that yeah. to where i wrote it here yeah. uh if it's a truth it's timeless yeah. Yeah. and then it comes out here yeah. that's yeah. special well i've got one that i think may be that my wife my wife thinks it's the best song that i've ever written mm-hmm. And the title of it is Asphalt, like the street. Yeah. And the hook is, don't ever blame anybody for the road you're on. It's your own asphalt. Oh, dude, I like it. So now I'm, like I'm, I'm hanging on to it. My, my producer, and we've recorded it. It's ready to go. But, right. but he's like, Jeremy's like, when do you want to release it? My wife's like, when are you going to release this thing? I was like, to your point in the politician tap, I'm not ready for it. I don't know. Right. It's just not right yet. Right. You know? Oh, But yeah, boy. I'm excited about it, man. That's it's fire. We're also, <laughs> getting, we're also getting some inside baseball yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah. it. Yeah, you're yeah. getting a little teaser that I don't know when I'm going to release it. It's there. It's ready to go. It's so, ready so to push. So pay attention right. to yeah. social media. Yeah, asphalt. Right. And, uh, yeah, so she's like, she's like, man, that is, you need to get that out there. I've never seen her excited about a song like that in my entire marriage to her in 27 years. Wow. I know. Wow. Isn't it crazy? Like, hey, baby, I still got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. We got, got it. we got just a couple minutes before we go into break. Yeah. So I want you to do this for me. Yeah. I want you to paint for me oh boy. what a good crowd or audience is like. The oh. ideal one for you. Does that make you know, sense? Yeah. You know, that's, that's a great story. We played Branson over the weekend uh, in a theater there. And it was neat for me because Merle Haggard, that was his theater that we played in a long time ago. And I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know if it was going to be a sellout show because we were on the bill with, with several artists. And, uh, and, and, and at the end of the night, it wasn't a sellout show. It was about, the theater's about half full. But golly, day taft. Every one of those people in those seats were in, they were in tune with what was going on, whatever I was doing, you know. And it was fantastic. You just want the crowd with you. You right. just want them with you, man, you know, and enjoy it and in the moment, you know. So I could take a crowd like that of 500 people and just have the time of my life with them 
opposed to a crowd of 30,000 people like, who is this crazy cat up here? Yeah. Not into you. Right. You know? Right. You want to evoke that emotion, you know? Mm-hmm. Branch in Missouri! <laughs> and you want to fire him back at you. You know what right, I mean? Kind of right. Thing. So have him engaged. Have him engaged and in it with you. And and uh, and those are special, special moments, man. You right. can't you can't get them back. You know? Right. Oh, for sure. Well, hey guys, we're coming back. Woo! We're gonna finish our show today <laughs> talking on Circle Unbroken about something special coming to Columbia. Yes. Stay tuned, and we'll yes. talk all about it. Yes. <laughs> This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. 
Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. For our Circle Unbroken audience, you guys know that we love to talk about the circle that is life that makes you feel complete. And when we do that, we speak about the power that you have through your faith and then mission in the marketplace when it comes to business and then how you complete that circle and you are able to be a good, functioning, chili cooking citizen of the community, right? And so what we're going to spend the last portion here today is with our special guest talking about a show, God willing, that is coming up mm-hmm. on 11, 11, yes. 23. Yes. I, Coach, I'm going to tell you this. I'm excited about the energy. I'm excited about hearing his story a little bit more, but then also letting everybody know about something that's going to come up downtown here in Columbia, and it's going to be called, don't let me botch this, Guitars and Cadillacs. Hillbilly Music. (laughs) Take it away. Tell us more about it, Carl Wayne. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage Taft Ayers. I just wanted to do that in Columbia. Just wanted to do that. Uh, Show my brother some love. We've got to keep that. We've got to copy that later. Tell us about it, man. Man, we got a show coming up on Veterans Day, actually, uh, this year, 11-11, right here on top of Puckets. They have a sweet, sweet room up there called Guitar and Cadillacs. I want to say Guitars and Cadillacs, but I think it's Guitar and Cadillacs. Anyway, it's there. And, uh, man, it's going to be a a wonderful night. It it is going to be awesome. We've got got a couple of opener acts, uh, Troy. Man, what is Troy's last name? I'm sorry, I don't know that. No, 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 you're good, man. Let's pull it up here. Uh, special guest here, yep. Troy Kemp. Troy Kemp and Kat- Katrina. Yes, it, Katrina. I don't know how to pronounce that I last name. I think it's Burgoyne, but these guys, yes. these cats are both from Australia, and they live here now and uh, have a 
tremendous local following. So we've got them opening up the show for us, and then I'll come on with my band. Uh, and then we've got the legend Jimmy Wayne coming in. If for those of you folks that know Jimmy Wayne, he's part of that early 2000s deal. Had a bunch of hits, Stay Gone. I think they just celebrated 20 years with that. And then one of my favorite songs he does is uh, So Do You Believe Me Now. And, uh, man, we just were able to get them and they took, to come out and do a few uh, songs with us that night. And, and uh, man, Columbia ain't going to be the same, boys. I'm telling you. So. It's it's going to have some energy it's to it. It's going to be great. It's going to be it, – I want it to be great. You know, right. that's my prayer. I've been praying hard about this show. And, and uh, again, trying to – I want to create community. Right. Um, and I'm trying to, uh, you know, just, just to have a fun-filled night a great music and getting people together that don't even know each other to become sure. you know in the community know each other meet some new friends and kind of thing and and and, and centered around music i'm just excited about it man yeah i'm red hot about this well i want our listeners to know that it's going to be 30 dollars per person yep 30 bucks a person uh, yep to come there yep and then also i have i meet people all the time if, if you live here and if you're listening in the columbia area it's easy. Get to Puckett's, go upstairs, you get that. Yeah. But there are other people that I'll be in a meeting with, and I've watched this evolve over the years. Yeah. As our area has grown and changed, I remember as a kid, somebody asked me to come to Mule Day, yep. and I told the guy, I said, man, I, I don't know, I got school on Monday. Yeah. Like, Columbia felt like such a foreign land to yeah, me yeah, as yeah, a Nashville kid. Yeah, yeah. But now, I'll be in a meeting downtown Nashville, and somebody mm-hmm. will say, I've been meaning to get to Columbia. Yeah. And, and they know that we've changed. Our, our town square's it's changed. It's beautiful, man. It's cool. There, there's also a, I always call it a low key celebrity feel because there have yeah. been people oh, that yeah. have said, hey, let's make this better. Absolutely. Down there. And so you're going to actually do this show right in the middle yeah. of all of that. And yeah. one thing that's going to be neat is they're going to hear uh, coming up on both of our stations, 1017 and 1037, they're going to hear your spot oh, uh, that advertises this, yeah. you know, full energy, yeah. letting them know the details about it. And then also we're going to cycle through with a few more of your songs oh, good. that T Willie's going to play oh, great. on 1037. Yeah. So that way you've got the energy yeah, yeah. that builds up to Building it. Building up to the big deal. That is right. And we <laughs> the won't, anticipation. We won't death. play all the songs that we talked about that haven't been released That's yet. That's right. right. The teaser. Those, right. those exciting yeah. ones. Yeah. Yeah. But let's let's just paint uh, paint the picture a little bit more for this show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as far as what it's going to be. Coach Mike, somebody else who lives here in town like I do. Any yeah. questions we have for him about the show? Uh, that I think – that always speaks to our audience yeah, yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I asked earlier about what the ideal show looks like for mm-hmm. you. Uh, but tell me this, your, mm-hmm. your other artists, have they played Columbia before? Yeah, Troy and Katrina have, for sure. Okay. They, they are like locals here uh, at, at Puckett's. And that's when I, when, I, when I was putting the show together, I reached out to Ricky, okay. who actually runs all the booking for the Puckett's around uh, here. And uh, any Puckett's or any... You got a longstanding relationship with them. Uh, big time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I talked to Ricky. I'm like, look, I want, I, want, uh, I, I want to bring the best entertainment that I can to the public. And he goes, well, this is your guy, and this is your okay. girl right here. Okay, so oh, they're going to open up the show for us, and then I come on, and then, uh, and then of course Jimmy Wayne coming on to throw some stardust on the on the night, and and uh, man, we're going to be we're going to be giving away guitars here on air uh, mm-hmm. with uh, with T Willie. I uh, hope that he'll come out that night and actually and present it with you guys on stage. Uh, but that's one of my big things that we hadn't talked about is I'm partnered with Nashville Guitar Works. And uh, my, my goal, man, is to try to get as many guitars into people's hands as I possibly can. Uh, and one way to do that is they just come to my uh, Facebook stuff, you know, and okay. just, just uh, you know, become a, a follower and uh, say, you know, hey, I'm interested in this guitar giveaway. And then you automatically become eligible to win it. And then we give it away on, on you know, that night. It's going to be fun. Uh, we'll have guitars for sale there, uh, all that good stuff. And, and uh, man, it's just it's just going to be, you know, I just want to, Taft, I'm crazy about people. 
crazy about life, and I just want to, I just want to infect Columbia, right, with Carl Wayne Meekins' energy. <laughs> An injection, coach. For, for those I'm of people give that you might a shot of CW, they need the shot and they're ready for you're it. There we go. Up, you're gonna wake up tomorrow morning and go, Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, how do you, uh, you got you got interest in winning that guitar for somebody? Uh, for somebody, uh, somebody. You, you do not want me trying to play that. As, uh, I want to see it, yeah, Coach. Man. Yeah, man. You know, I, you never I know. See it. That's you know, special. But it's Veterans Day, and I have a special heart uh, for Veterans Day on the eleventh. Um, the I grew up in a military town right outside of Norfolk, Virginia, which is the home of the Atlantic Fleet. So as a kid growing up, you know, you you become friends and best friends with your buddies, and all of a sudden, Dad gets a new port of call. And your best friend rolls out of town almost like overnight, and it was it was pretty rough on a kid, man, that age, you know. So I have a heart for the military. I have a I have a heart for the veterans. I have a heart for first responders, uh, fire fire and police. Uh, I, I don't think they get enough. I don't think they get enough uh, respect, credit, sure. you know, kind of thing. So um, I haven't figured it out, Taft, but I wanted I want to do something special for the veterans, and I don't know if that's a discount ticket. I don't know if that's a uh, I don't know what that is yet. I'm, pu- I'm trying to put all that together, but it is Veterans Day, and we want to celebrate. You know, right. and I know for a fact there'll be a few veterans there that we will definitely recognize. And and uh, and I just want to publicly say on air while I have the the format, man, just thank you for your service, men and women. Mm. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your service, because everyone at this table right here will tell you, and we will all agree that freedom ain't free, brother. Right. Amen. You know. Amen. So, agree. Yep. Yep. So. I think that that's going to be special. I want to direct people to this, and they'll see it on our social yeah. and the posting that we're doing. But they can go through Eventbrite. And if yes. they go through Eventbrite, yep. there, there's a there's a link on Eventbrite, but I also want to tell people that you can go – some people don't know this. You can go to the search option okay. on Eventbrite, and you can type in guitars and Cadillacs. Okay, good. And so what will happen, there is a long URL to that. Okay. Uh, but if they go and they look for that, I want to encourage everybody to go to Eventbrite. Uh, go there and you look and you search guitars and Cadillacs. You can also look up events that are on 1111, yeah. you know, in Columbia. Yep. But it's, it's going to be special. There's going to be an energy. There is. Uh, there, there's stuff to do in Columbia. And I've also yep. found that through our, our city and the things that they've been doing here, people are finding more and more, hey, Tell me about this. I, right. I, I want to know more. And so right. this is this is cool for me. You you live in Spring Hill. I do. Yes, okay. sir. So it wasn't, it wasn't terrible for you oh, it to great. get down here. I love coming down here, man. Right. Like, hey, Spring Hill doesn't have a market. I have a square like you guys have here. They've been talking for years, man, to have to about putting one in. And I still think if they ever did, I don't know how that would – I don't know. This place – has a charm to it. Sure. It really does. And then the money that Columbia's put in the last several years with uh, with what they've done in, in downtown on the square and, and outside of the square where you guys are is phenomenal. Right. It's awesome. You know, and, and um, it, it's it's the place that I want to put a show on, mm-hmm. you know. Right. And then, like, you, to your point, too, Taft, like, like I want to support – I just – man, Puckett's. Sell that place out that night. Right. Go get yourself something to eat before the show yep. where it's pandemonium. They can't keep up with it. Yeah. You know, Southern Tray. Right. Sell that place out. All the mom and pop shops that are around here in Columbia that night, we want to, I think, I think Guitars and Cadillacs holds about 400 people. Mm-hmm. I want 500 in there. Right. Oh! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell those fire marshals that say, part, oh, baby. I want to invite the fire marshals. Fire marshals, you're invited. <laughs> That's right. You know, just, and, and if we get in trouble, it's, it, you know, I don't know how we're going to get around it, but yeah. right. But uh, but I, I am going for a sellout. I mean, I, I set the bar it. very high, and I want that energy. So I want it so packed in there that when they bring me on stage, I can't get through the crowd. 
And that energy you speak of is so important. It's important that we do it because energy is not something that you can just create. But energy with a live show is something that's transferable. And so meaning if somebody has it and they're there, all of a sudden you can feel it. And it, it's a good thing. Coach, I love energy at a show, don't you? Oh, yeah. It, it's it's something that uh, to me is the difference. Uh, you know, if I just want to hear music or something like that, I... I honestly don't like going to a concert because you never really get to hear the music as it's been played out of a studio or something like that. But if I want the entertainment aspect of it, or I want the atmosphere aspect of it, you can't replace the concert. Uh, that the, the energy, the interaction with the audience, the, the, the playing off of each other, there's just nothing like it. And is an energy, to be honest, Carl Wayne, that you bring in, like that you, you hit the door with. I mean, you come in, you bring it. And so we're, we're thankful for that. What I want to do is I want to tease our audience a little bit because coming up, you are going to hear on our radio programming. You'll hear it inserted here on this podcast. You will hear up until 1111 this spot. That really gives the advertisement, and, and I think it really captures who you are, Carl Wayne, your, your vision for this. And so I want to play this here. I want you guys to hear this spot, and then we'll come back a little bit and talk about it right afterwards. So get ready for this advertisement for this special night. Hey gang, Carl Wayne Meekins here. I want you guys to come out and see us live on Veterans Day, 11 11 23, 7 p.m. Guitar and Cadillac Hall that sits right on top of Puckett's in Columbia, Tennessee. Got a huge lineup for you. We've got Troy Kemp, Katrina Burgoyne, myself, and my band, and then the legend Jimmy Wayne's gonna come in for a few songs. Gonna be a big night in Columbia, and Columbia ain't gonna be the same. Okay, so get your tickets at eventbrite.com, the Guitar and Cadillacs, Carl Wayne Meekins. We'll see you there. As you say, when you come out and you say Columbia is never going to be the same, that is the vibe that you want. There's so much going on in our town. So many things happening. I think this is going to be a special time. Yeah. It's, it's it, just to hear him, uh, as he's talking about this, it's, <laughs> you know, he kind of gets the, the goosebumps going and, and, and stuff like that. Uh, but, uh, it, it's, it's amazing what kind of energy, what kind of excitement can be generated at one of these concerts. Right. And here's what we want people to know. As he mentioned, you can go to eventbrite.com to get your tickets. And if you're not very familiar with Eventbrite, you can go and you can search an actual date. You can look up 1111 in Columbia, Tennessee. You can also go in and you can type in keywords. So you can go here and you can type in guitars and Cadillacs and it will bring that up. Also, don't forget what we've mentioned, that there's going to be this incredible guitar giveaway here that T. Willie's going to be doing over on 103.7. It's an opportunity and something that I commend you for, Colwayne, to go out and to say, we want to put a guitar in the hands of somebody that's an avid player or somebody that wants to learn. Yeah, it's also the, the venue that he's got is, is, is really kind of convenient. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to go a little bit early, uh, <laughs> I like where you're yeah, going. Yeah. <laughs> I like where go you're going. Go a little bit early, make a supper, you know, get a, get supper here and, and stuff like that. And then, uh, you don't have to even get it back in your car and go somewhere else. You just go walk up the stairs, right? And you get right into the concert venue from there. So, uh, it's a really, really exciting night that a perfect, almost a perfect date night because it's all in one location and, and it's really easy to, you know, you go in. Get a great meal, then go up, be a part of a great concert. 
That's know, the ultimate big win. Night. Yeah, yes. and, and you don't have to. It, you don't have to get back in your car and find another parking spot. Right, <laughs> so. right. I had a visitor recently uh, who was from out of state, and he came and he went down. He walked down the square. He went to Puckett's, and he said, "Man, they don't make food like this where I'm from." And so, there's nothing better if you are having an event somewhere than for somebody who has a restaurant, you know, underneath, for you to be able to blow that place up, to go in there, to eat, to say. Hey, we're here for the show. They get excited about that. It's a win-win for everybody. You get a full belly and you get to go hear this wonderful show. And also you make the people at Puckett's proud that they are actually hosting this upstairs. We want our circle unbroken audience to know that this will be a night of energy. That's something that is promised. So again, that's the Guitar and Cadillac show on 11 11, a very special day. You'll be hearing more about it. We're glad that you've joined us today on Circle Unbroken.